This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman with Great Lakes Investment Advisors. I hope everybody's having a wonderful morning out there today. I want to bring on my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to get rolling with today's show. Tony, good morning. Well, good morning. It's really good to be here with you, uh, Jason. And I just, um, I've had quite a crazy week. We were talking a little bit before the show. My son's getting married this coming weekend. So Yeah, that's what you were saying. So that's uh, a very crazy week in your household. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm getting fitted for, you know, fancy clothes. Uh, I, you've never <laughs> seen me really dressed up. So that would be. I've seen you slightly dressed that's up, I'd true. say, but I don't know. I've never seen you quite dressed and I'm sure that you will be for the wedding. Yeah, now, that's how, true. How old is your son, Tony? Uh, he is 22. He's been okay. with uh, his fiance Bree for since they were uh, uh, freshmen in high school. Oh, so yeah. high school sweethearts. Yep, high school sweethearts. Yeah, very stayed cool. Stayed together through college. They were both graduated from four-year college, and my son in May uh, goes to grad school. So they're getting married oh, so they can live together when he goes to grad school. So yeah, yeah. he's going to med school. He's going to be a PA. Okay. Well, good for them. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. A crazy, a crazy stressful time oh, in your household as well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you told me, <laughs> speaking of stress with kids and this, all this relates to finances, college, yeah. weddings, and, yep. uh, and when your kids start driving, there's all these stages where you, where money is just flying out, right? Uh, yeah, for your like kids. You say, we, yeah. Yep. And like you say, we talked a little bit of, uh, before the show about that when you were telling me about the wedding and then uh, my daughter, our oldest daughter, Alexis, she'll be 15 this summer. And so she gets to start driver's training. And, and so as we <laughs> talked, you know, that's a, another expense coming up here with buying a car and insurance and fuel and all the things that go along with that, as well as uh, dad's dad's hair turning grayer and grayer <laughs> by the by the mile, I'm sure. And uh, so, no, but it's exciting. So obviously, you know, we have our kids are at little different points in their lives. But you're right, Tony, that kind of all relates back to. Uh, the stress um, in a household, maybe on money, you know, fin financially there's a stress yeah. or a burden. Sure. Um, and some of those are, are one-time expenses. Some of them are larger expenses than others. But yeah, it kind of, every if we really think about that, most things in our daily lives uh, in, in one way or another, good or bad, tie back to money. Yeah, they do. And, and that's why it's so important to have a plan, right? A, a spending plan, a financial plan, an emergency fund. You're always talking about these things on the show. And I thought we'd talk about that a little bit today. I'd ask you about that because as a financial services professional, uh, Jason, I know that you help your clients. Uh, really the goal is to save for retirement, but what about our, our kids? And there's a lot of expenses like college expenses oh, is yeah. a great mm -hmm. example. Uh, if your kids or grandchildren are going to college, but yet you're also trying to save for retirement, what mm -hmm. do you tell your people? Like uh, people often ask, what should I prioritize? And, and I would assume uh, it's uh, you have to put your own retirement first, then take care of the of, of the college and, and things like that. Uh, how does that work? 
Yeah, we know you're absolutely right. And that that's definitely a discussion that uh, myself and, and my dad and our team uh, have had with many families over the years. And, and, you know, some families are in a more fortunate position than others where they have extra expendable money at the end of the month uh, that they can tuck away for the kids or grandkids for their weddings or to, for school, colleges, whatever that might be, even to help them with their first home or uh, things like that. And um, But there's other families, you're right, it's a priority Tony, that we really have to sit down and focus on and say, well, let's make sure, number one, no matter what phase you're in today, whether in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or into retirement, you have to make sure that you have a plan, a written plan that says, hey, first of all, you got to look out for yourself. You look out for yourself, number one, to make sure you have your daily living expenses covered. You know, there's have to have money and then want to have. And the have to have are the things you need to live, sure. you know, the, the bills. Um uh, you know, gasoline in the vehicle and food on the table and roof over the home, those types of things. So, and then there's the want tos. Well, we want to go on vacation. We want to eat out. We want to go to the movies and, and we want to go shopping and all those things. So you definitely have to prioritize. And if, if there's a family that comes to us and says, Hey, we want to tuck a little money away for the, for the grandkids or for the kids or something, you know, the first thing we're going to do is take a look at those want to have expenses and take, is there anywhere you can trim down and, and maybe go out to eat once less per month? Or maybe instead of going on a, a two week extravagant vacation, you just go on a one week vacation, you know, anything you can do to cut down your, uh, your extra expenses a little bit might free up some extra cash flow that you could put away for the the kids or the grandkids and those those want to uh, want to help out later in life. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. I mean, obviously, um, it's important. To, you everybody wants to take their kid, you take care of their kids and grandkids. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. we all put our children first, and and that's the tendency. Uh, but I, I think of that example of when you fly in an airplane, if there's an emergency, mm-hmm. uh, do you put your kid's mask on first or your own? You put your own on first so you're able to help your children. Well, that's right. Yep. And they instruct you to do that. I mean, you think about that when you're on the plane and they go through before you even take off when you're sitting out on the tarmac. They tell you they go through all the um, their little procedures and then they tell you exactly that. Put your mask on and, and before you help assist somebody else. And that's just so that that you know you're going to be in good shape and you're going to be able to stay breathing and stay alive so that you can help uh, one, two, or you know whoever else needs help. And so same thing financially, Tony. I think you're right. We need to make sure we take care of ourselves. Yep. Our daily living expenses, our wants, our needs, those things have to be covered in life. Uh, the last thing we want to see a family do is, is forego the things that really fulfilled them and meant the most to them or money they had to pay for, for bills or food, but they, they think about others before they think about themselves. And so we see it all the time. Uh, It is a priority. We help a lot of families with, and we want to try to maximize, you know, those priorities in a family's life and show them how if they, if they have a plan and if they follow their plan, they can really believe it or not, they they may be able to free up a little extra money at the end of the month. They never knew possible so that they can help out the kids, the grandkids, or even, you know, the next level where they can donate to the church or extra charities or, you know, things like that that really fulfill them in life. Well, yeah. And uh, Jason, you make a great point. So obviously, I, I think you can do both. And people say, oh, I don't have that much money. But there's still ways to do both. You can still save sure there a, is. a, a mm-hmm. little for both. And I think a good step is working with a financial services professional. But, you know, retirement accounts kind of lock that in because you, you can't touch that money that's for retirement. And, That's right. and at least you shouldn't. 
until you're 59 and a half. So college has to come from a different source. And when people save for colleges, what are some of the different ways uh, that you see or uh, you have clients saving for uh, their children or grandchildren's college? What, what, what do they, where do they put that money typically? Yeah, that, you know, that's a great point to make, Tony, because, you know, some people, they, they think about investing while they're in, in their working years, primarily into 401k accounts or 457s or sure. 403bs, which are through their employer. Yep. And if those are the only funds that you're investing in, uh, that's awesome. You know, you got to save that money for the future. But as Tony mentioned there, those funds can be a little bit limiting or restricting on when you can access the money without having to worry about taxes. And of course, uh, if you access the money early, there could be an additional IRS penalty on top of that. So for those families, Tony, or investors that tell us, hey, one of the things we want to do in life is we want to be able to provide for our child or our grandchild's education, or we want to be able to provide extra money for churches or charities, you know, those types of things. So there's other, a lot of other vehicles you could use that may not be the employer-sponsored plans like your 401k. Uh, you may want to look at uh, some form of cash value life insurance, or even just a non-qualified means non-IRA, some form of other investment or brokerage account. Sure. Uh, you could have money in Roth IRAs and Roth IRAs. When you take the money out, it's tax free. But again, Tony, may, very important. We make sure our listeners understand that when you have a Roth IRA, there are limitations and restrictions on the amount of money you can potentially put in to a Roth IRA, yeah. as well as taxation, penalties, fees, those types of things when you take the money out. So you just want to, I would say you sit down with a trusted fiduciary advisor, another financial services professional. That's what my dad and I and our team do here for families is just kind of talk to them about what are your goals and your dreams and what do you want to do? And then we help them determine, you know, so what are some of your options? What type of options are out there for you to invest in as well as have the flexibility while you're investing to pull money out and have it there for donating or for helping, uh, like in your case, Tony, this weekend with your son getting married, helping with the wedding yeah, or putting aside for like ourselves, for our kids, for, uh, for college purposes. So, um, having a plan knowing what do you want to do? What are your choices and options? And then having a written plan that says, here's, here's how we're going to get there. Here's how we're going to do that. Um, and it generally makes, uh, it makes life a lot easier and, and helps people sleep at night when they know they have a plan. Well, sure. And uh, yeah, let me, let me just tell you, I'm going to throw this out there. Weddings aren't cheap. Just an <laughs> FYI. Just an FYI to you I, yeah. and our listeners. Uh, well, my wife and I this July will be married 20 <laughs> years, Tony, and, and I can't even imagine the expense of, of what our wedding cost then to oh, what they cost today. Um, it's nuts. Maybe, maybe off the air you can share that with <laughs> yeah. me. We don't have to talk about that now, but yeah, uh, yeah I can only imagine. It's too scary. I can't. Well, like, you know, and, and even, you know, on that note, everything, it's all relative, right? I mean, think about college, oh. you know, when I, when I went to college and now look at what you're paying for your son to go to college and now on to med school and boy, the cost of everything has just been, even though they say, well, historically inflation has been pretty low, you know, the cost of weddings, uh, the cost of college, the cost of medical, you know, those things are, have just been going through the roof. Yeah, they've gone up exponentially. That's right. Not they at sure the have. same rate as regular inflation as the government calculates it, right? The the consumer price index or CPI, whatever the government calls it, they don't even calculate in uh, the rise in healthcare traditionally or things like weddings and college. You know, I was joking with somebody uh, about college expenses Something will have to be done. Um, obviously, there are going to be changes uh, mm -hmm. between now. If your kids, if your children are young, like, you know, if they're 10 or 11 or younger, yeah. 
college is going to have to look different as far as how we pay for it, because if college kept going up at the same rate it has, I think it'd be about five hundred million dollars to send your. Kid well, you know, and we're we're gonna we're gonna laugh at that, Tony, because they're right. They, but but historically, if you seriously sit back and look at what maybe what college costs in the eighties or nineties, and you do a trend line and look at what it costs today, and then project over your right, but let's project over the next thirty or forty years. If college expenses continue to go up on the same trend line they have for the last 20 to 30 years. No one will be able to afford to go to college. Nobody will be able to afford it. Yeah. Absolutely not. There'll you know, be about and, five and kids in each college. Yeah, five you know, that's it. And, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> when we look at the, the expenses, and then unfortunately, a lot of families can't afford it, so the students end up taking out loans. Mm-hmm. And, and that what does that teach a college student when they come out of college with $40,000, dollars $60,000 or more in debt? I mean, and that is really... Yeah. If the parents uh, can't, eyes, if the parents are grandparents and no one's chipping it at all, and they have to take out a loan for the full amount of a four-year yeah. college, I know uh, kids that come out well over a hundred thousand dollars of debt. Oh yeah, and, after and a that's four just year the four-year college. college. Yeah, that's right, Tony. And and, and you know, think about that. Where how does that start that child off with their you know congratulations, yeah. you graduated from college, now start this new phase of life, and you're and you're already hundred thousand dollars in debt. Even um, if unfortunately you, you're you're in the hole. Even it's, if you have really a lot of kids to even with a law degree or a doctorate, you, you, yeah, the, the extra money it costs to get a doctorate, you you'd have to. I mean, you'd have to make so much money to make that worth it. I just yeah, can't. It's crazy. It is nuts. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with you, Tony. I think something has to change, and I think something will change. Um, yeah. Somehow, you know, this financing of college has to has to get under yeah. control, and you know, college isn't the only thing. I think a lot of kids are starting to go to. Uh, alternative means of of further education once they get trade out of high schools. school, going into the trades, just yeah, two things years like that. Schools. So yeah, that's it. Just one, two year, even um, you know, job apprenticeships and things. So those things will change. I think I sure hope so. Because well, yeah, as I mentioned, you know, I have a, a fourteen year old, a eleven year old, and an eight year old at home. So I sure hope those expenses come down, or, or they get really, really smart or really good at sports, yeah. and maybe maybe fortunate to get some scholarships. You better. Well, my middle daughter got a full ride scholarship because she's super oh, that's smart. Wonderful. She's super smart. Yeah, to really top level business uh, college for your school. So that's good. Uh, that's that was wonderful. a relief. But hey, we need to take a quick break here. And, and before we do, I want to let our listeners know that uh, number one, thank you for listening. And number two, uh, if you have questions, uh, Jason would love to talk to you. You can call 989 835 7203. That's 989 835 7203. And go to the website. You can check out the show page there and subscribe to this show if you haven't already. Uh, it's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So that's GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. Go to the site GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. There's a lot of great resources uh, no charge there as well. And you can contact Jason with any questions or set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm just along for the ride, though. The man with the plan is here, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great show so far today. We've been talking about uh, how do we send our kids to college, uh, considering <laughs> yeah. it's so expensive. But really, the question was, uh, that uh, you've done a great job explaining is how do we uh, pay for both college and save for retirement? 
And, you know, you've mentioned that you really should not take money out of your retirement funds to send your kids to college. That needs to be separate. You mentioned possibly using a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know there are 529s out there. Now, you you don't have as much control over the money in a 529 necessarily. There might not be as many options. Uh, And you're locked into using that for educational expenses. So there are other options. There's insurance vehicle. There are insurance vehicles out there too that you can use, right? Sure. Absolutely. It could. Yeah. And and you hit on a a couple of key points there. You know, you, uh, the one thing we can't stress enough, I'm sure our listeners are aware of this and and obviously all the families that we, we work for are definitely aware that when we put money inside of employer sponsored plans, like a 401k or maybe a 457 or 403b, that money really is set aside for retirement. So when we reach in to pull that money out, maybe uh, for any type, any type of its expenses, we have to be very respectful and very careful what type of taxes that money will be hit with and what types of maybe early withdrawal penalties or fees. So you're right, Tony, when we have families that, that one of their goals is to set money aside for the kids, for weddings and, and college and those types of things, or even the grandkids, uh, we make sure that number one, your expenses are covered first. Number two, you're putting money aside for your retirement. And then number three, any extra money at the end of the month that we want to set aside for kids, grandkids, uh, churches, charities, whatever that might be, that we look at other alternative plans other than the employer plans. What are other options out there you can put that money into that would have more flexibility and more freedom of when you can take that money out? And one that you mentioned, Tony, was the 529 plan. That's a college savings plan uh, that it's really nice to be able to put money into 529 plans. They're a little more restricted and limited on the investment options inside. Uh, Their goal, their main purpose is to be put aside to grow tax free and to be used for qualifying, and that's an important word there, Tony, uh, qualifying expenses when you pull the money out. Therefore, when you pull that out for qualifying expenses, there's no tax implications on those withdrawals either. Uh, so that's another option that, that a lot of families do end up putting together for either the kids or the grandkids are, are 529 plans. Yeah. Well, and that's important, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Very important, to, yeah. to understand those different options uh, for paying for college. And the limitations, because there's pros and cons to each one, whether you're talking about there really is, using yep. an IRA or a Roth IRA, using a 529, uh, using a, a type of life insurance to save mm-hmm. for college or pay for your uh, child's college. Uh, they're all good options depending on your situation. And you have to Absolutely. weigh the pros and cons mm-hmm. and look at your own situation. If there's a chance, hey, my youngest might not go to a four-year school, maybe you, you know, not every child goes to college, right? So, well, that's right. Yep. And every family is so unique and different, Tony, you know, myself and my dad and our team, we've been doing this for over 20 years now. And, and, uh, you know, every family is so unique and different and things change, you know, yeah. how many times in our own lives do we, do we set out today and say, okay, this is how it's going to be in five or 10 years. And all of a sudden, boy, five or 10 years goes by pretty quick. And we look back and say, huh, that that didn't go as I thought it was going right. to go. You know, th- things <laughs> things change, and and so we found a lot of families like that. They say, "Gee, I'm going to put money aside for uh, my child's wedding," and and maybe the child just doesn't get married at all yeah. or, or till later in life. Yeah. Um, so things change, and so we need to make sure that we have a written plan that says, "Here's our plan today. 
And here's how we're going to accomplish or fund that plan today and over time. And as things change, we have to update our plans as well, uh, because, I, you know, one thing I've really learned over the last 20 years is is uh, life does change. And, and uh, sometimes for the better, sometimes not so much. But the more we can have a written plan and we call it, you know, plan for the best, prepare for the worst, the more that your plan can be, you know, planning for the best things in life. And but yet you got to be prepared for the worst things. So if things change you should be able to be in control and be flexible enough to make the changes along the way. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's so important. Uh, maintain as much control and work with a financial services professional. There's no reason to go it alone. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. in this day and age uh, with uh, how everything is constantly moving and changing. And uh, the goalposts seem to get moved on us by the government when it comes to to taxes Mm -hmm. and things like that. But, you know, it's funny how no matter what conversation we're having, everything you say to us and the tips and strategies you talk about, Jason, seem to come back to taxes as well or taxes somehow play a part. So this money you're putting away for college and money you save for retirement, there are always tax implications and you want to I know you help your clients by working alongside tax professionals to help them minimize that tax burden and plan for future taxes and how to minimize future taxes, not just not like a tax preparer who's just doing your taxes for last year, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and you know, thank goodness for those tax preparers and CPAs that we do have in our lives because, you know, that's really their job is to help us organize everything we did in the previous year, uh, all of our investments, all of our income, help us determine, you know, what types of deductions or credits or exemptions can we potentially save income taxes on and then prepare a return for us. So we hopefully don't get audited. We've done everything right. Uh, we either have a refund coming back or, or maybe we have to pay in a little bit. And then obviously their job is to, Hey, if we do get audited at some point in time, they're there as support, uh, to show here's, here, here's why we put those things on the tax return and, you know, and, and, and battle for us there. So, but yeah, we don't do tax returns, Tony. That's important to point out. Sure. Um, we're fiduciary financial advisors. However, as you mentioned, we approach financial planning and investment management from a very holistic tax standpoint. Uh, we truly believe in all the decisions we make with our money. Uh, we need to be aware of what the taxation on those dollars could be today as well as in the future. So, yeah, I mean, approaching investments from a very tax efficient uh, a tax respectful standpoint, I think, uh, you know, it's really worth its weight in gold. It is. It is. And we should probably take another quick break here. Um, but before we do, I, I want to let our listeners know once again how they can get a hold of you uh, and get a copy of your book as well. Uh, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Empower your retirement, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And I know that's your motto uh, plan for the best but prepare Mm -hmm. for the worst. And that's what you help your clients do, isn't it? Yeah. Ultimately, if we think about everything in life, you just leave on a vacation or whatever we do, we we always want to plan for the best. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but we also want to be prepared. So if unfortunately the the bad things do happen, they do arise that we're prepared for those things. And, uh, we, we believe it's the same with your financial planning as in everything else we do in life. Let's plan for the best and just be prepared for the worst. All right. So not only are you offering a no charge, no obligation consultation. Uh, Mm -hmm. You'll sit down and talk to folks, uh, see where they're at, uh, let them know how you might help them. There's no obligation and cost for that. Uh, Also, you can get a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement, uh, just by calling 989-835-2000. 
989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. And for more information, visit the website, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And that's advisors with an O-R-S at the end. All right. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, as the uh, co-author of uh, Empower Your Retirement, plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. That's what we're talking about each week on the show. Um, you, you think, I always think of your motto, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Chris Rock at the Oscars last night was prepared for Will Smith to come up and give him a hard smack across the face when he made fun of his wife. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that we talked a little bit about that before the show. Um, you know, I think Chris probably planned for the best. You know, he probably rehearsed a lot of what he was going to say yep. and how he was going to say it and the jokes and whatever. Um, I'm not sure if he was prepared for w- when he said that, what, what could possibly happen. I don't um, think so. You know, I've, I don't think so. You know, obviously, um, we can never predict somebody else's emotion uh, <laughs> like true. that. Obviously, Will Smith got a, a little emotional, and, yeah. um, and he decided to act on his emotions very quickly. And uh, and I don't think Chris could have prepared for that. Yeah. So, but I do think you know that just kind of let's use that as relative in our lives financially. I mean, can we can can do we know when the stock market's going to go down? And, and I think no, we don't. Um, we do know it's probably going to go down at some point in time again. Right. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. So I think we don't know exactly when and we don't know how much, just like I'm sure Chris didn't know that uh, Will was going <laughs> to j- j- jump oh. up on stage like that and uh, and give him a tap alongside the face. But um, what I do think is Chris may have been prepared for if something doesn't go right during the night, how am I going to handle that? Sure. And uh, I think that's really how we should approach our planning. And that that is our motto, Tony, as we've said literally hundreds and hundreds of times is uh, let's help plan for the best. And it's just going to be a great night. It's going to be an awesome show. It's going to be a wonderful retirement. But we need to be prepared for the worst as well, that if the night, the show, or our retirement uh, doesn't go as as planned, that we have what I'll call backup plans, maybe plan B or plan C. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's just say we're going to we're going to we're going to plan for an awesome retirement. The stock market's going to go up every single year. And we know that doesn't happen, though. So let's say there's a year where the market's down 20% or so, and we still need income out of our portfolio. Uh, My thought is, how do we help people be prepared for that? Is we put some money aside in the portfolio that's not exposed to stock market risk. So if the market is down 20% and their Mm. money that's in the market is down 20%, they have other options inside the portfolio to pull that income they need uh, without having to worry about pulling money when the stock market's down. Yeah. And that's a great analogy. I think you you nailed that one. Uh, that's really good. So uh, obviously, um, there are a lot of aspects to financial planning and retirement planning. But you're right. If you're, you know, prepared for the worst, uh, that's good. Then you know you're hedging against things like uh, rising taxes or inflation or market Absolutely, volatility. Yeah. And those are the mm-hmm. three biggies, right? That really. Uh, strike well, yeah, fear in the, the hearts of retirees are rising I, taxes, yeah. inflation, and uh, market volatility. Yeah, and let me throw another one in there, Tony. Before you go any further, is uh, healthcare. Uh, um, you know that, that you had to a add huge, a big fourth. 
I, I did. <laughs> that may yeah, be even so bigger than all three of the others combined. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we think about the the four, I guess we call it the four main obstacles that, that you could face in retirement, the things that you want to try to be prepared for. Sure. Uh, number one is rising taxation. Yep. Uh, number two is a de- declining stock market. Um, you know, and obviously healthcare mm-hmm. uh, is a real big one. And I think that's probably been a, a maybe even a larger focus as of recently, especially sure. with the pandemic that hit a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Um, we're living longer today, which is a wonderful thing. But obviously, the longer we live also means we, we may become more susceptible to to declining health. Uh, so that's what I want to make sure our listeners don't forget about there is that, the, you know, some of the things you want to be definitely prepared for in your retirement plan. Uh, one of the big ones out there today is declining, declining health and uh, the cost of health care. Sure. So, and I'm glad you brought that up. Obviously, that is a huge cost. And, and with longevity has uh, come more and more people needing long-term care. The stats keep moving. I mean, it used to be, you know, one out of five. Then I, then I, then it was, you know, a few years back, it was one out of every four people will need, yep. will be in mm-hmm. long-term care at some point in their lives. Now it's uh, more than one out of three. It's almost two out of every three people. So Mm -hmm. um, a third to two thirds uh, of us will need long term care. Um, yeah, in some form or another, yeah. um, you know, whether it's care in your home or maybe assisted living, adult daycare, or you know, of course, the nursing home. Uh, but you're right; and that's Tony, expensive. Those statistics, the very all three of those are very expensive, um, and those costs are going through the roof every single year, way ahead of inflation. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, Tony, those are things we need to just be aware of, and those are some of the obstacles in life that we try to help families. Uh, prepare for, sure. you know, let's, let's prepare for if things do go south, whether it be increased taxes, declining stock market values or prices, uh, negative healthcare, increase in healthcare costs. We need to be, we need to plan for that yeah. and, and somehow help a family have a written plan that says if these things do happen or maybe some other things in life that we don't even know what they could be right now, but we need to have flexibility and control in our plan so that if things don't go as planned, we're prepared. We're prepared to to take take action, maybe plan B or plan C on how we're going to deal with, uh, you know, these unfortunate circumstances that pop up. Yeah. Well, and especially long-term care, if you need memory care or something like that, or full-time oh, yeah. care, it can be $12,000 a month in some, oh, in some and, places yeah, I mean, at a decent <laughs> facility. It so, sure can. And it could be more than that. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. So, and, and, and the question is how do you, how you deal with that? And a lot of people out there, uh, may have a loved one that is mm-hmm. in long-term care or is going to need long-term care. And if a loved one needs long-term care, you know, how do you pay for it? And again, kind of like paying for an other big expenses like college, there are different methods uh, to uh, help pay for long-term care, right? Obviously there's insurance, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different alternative ways. Again, you want to have options. You want to have flexibility and control within your plan. And a lot of times that means having multiple accounts, not just having an IRA or a 401k through your employer, but maybe having a Roth, maybe having a non-qualified investment account, maybe having a guaranteed income annuity, maybe having uh, some CDs, you know, whatever it might be, you should have multiple accounts in your portfolio because they're all there for different reasons, different purposes. Mm -hmm. And just like being able to put money aside for 
helping our children get through college and have weddings. Um, and then maybe the grandkids help pay for the grandkids to get into college or through college or for their weddings. Uh, but I think also one of those, some of those things we need to think about of maybe putting some money aside for, or at least being prepared if something like nursing home or assisted living, something that comes into play, if we don't have money set aside to pay for that, we need to have a plan of where we could pull that money from within our portfolio that would be tax efficient and not devastating to the daily, you know, your daily life and your daily income. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And I think that's uh, really important to note. Now uh, we do have to take one more break and then when we come back, we'll kind of uh, summarize uh, what we've talked sure. about and uh, really drive it home and, and finish up the show. Uh, All right. Sounds good. Yeah. But before we go, I will let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Uh, listeners, pick up the phone, give Jason a call, talk to someone there on the staff, talk to Jason uh, about uh, empowering your finances. And that's what he helps his clients do. Have a plan. Uh, get a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement. Plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. Uh, you can get a copy of the book. Just call this number. The first 10 callers get a book, and you can also set up a complimentary consultation. Again, there's no cost for that. 989-835-7203. I'll give that number again. 989-835-7203. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host is Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, uh, you've been talking today about the four main obstacles to financial freedom and a successful retirement. There are four main obstacles that people have to deal with. And you brought up all four. Um, and I wouldn't have thought of all four, uh, but you, uh, there's college expenses or uh, mm -hmm. that's a big one. Um, obviously, um, market volatility is a big one. Mm -hmm. And uh, you brought up healthcare. That's another one. Uh, yep. Inflation and taxes, but college really goes in with financial planning. So really it's sure. rising taxes, inflation, market volatility and healthcare. And I think we can add a fifth and that is Will Smith. He could be an <laughs> obstacle uh, in your in your way. He definitely was for he definitely was for Chris Rock yeah, at the Oscars. And for those that didn't hear, Will Smith got upset and went up on stage. And I mean, you could hear him when he hit Chris Rock. He slapped him across the face pretty mm -hmm. hard after Chris well, made a joke about you, his wife. You, you got to be very careful what you say about other people. And, yeah, you know, some you things. Do. Uh, you know, whether that was out of place or not, um, obviously yeah. Will took offense to that and he stood up for himself and his family yeah. and, um, yeah, you know, we'll see where their relationship, uh, if we hear any more <laughs> yeah. about it or where the relationship yeah. goes moving forward, uh, be interesting to see now if in the next six months or so it comes out that they're going to star in a movie together. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, maybe, maybe this was a publicity Yeah, stunt you never or, uh, <laughs> know with Hollywood what they've got. Uh, you just don't know. And they're actors too, but. Um, you know, and they're both getting a lot of flack. There's a lot of negativity. Oh, I'm uh, sure they are. Will Smith sure overreacted are, yeah. and used resorted to violence. And, um, mm -hmm. and even, uh, Chris Rock, uh, who it's fine to make fun of people in the audience. That's what they do on the Oscars. However, uh, Jada Pickett Smith, uh, Will's wife, Chris made uh, fun of her having no hair, but it's really that's hair right. loss is part of, she has a really bad disease that causes hair loss. She has an autoimmune deficiency. Yes, she does. And yep. so, um, that's not cool to make fun of people's handicaps. So, 
or you know, and, a and disease. I think both of them were both of them were probably in the wrong. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not, I'm sure neither of them that they didn't plan for that to, <laughs> right. to happen. They didn't plan for the night to go that right. way. But again, they had a plan for the best. And uh oh, something changed. Now be prepared for the worst. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah. So whether they were prepared, something like that was going to happen, or now they're if you're not prepared, you you have to be ready to deal with it after the fact. And uh, I don't think either of those gentlemen could have been prepared for that to happen. Nope. So no, um, like you say, now they're both taking a lot of flack. They are. Um, they're both. Um, they are. They're now they're just having to deal with the fact that hey, you, things didn't go as planned. Uh, you might not have been prepared for that, but now you have to deal with the the aftermath. Yeah, they're getting uh, lambasted on social media, but uh, and I don't typically follow that. In fact, I didn't see the Astros until this morning. I and we and I talked. I watched that clip, and wow. So and then mm-hmm. read a little bit about it in the news. Now, um, speaking of news, we've talked about these four main obstacles, and again, inflation, tax, uh, rising inflation, rising taxes, market volatility, and rising healthcare costs. Our mm-hmm. healthcare in general, their costs, um, even if they stay the same, it's outrageous. That's so, right. Even if they stay, even if they don't <laughs> rise, Tony, they're outrageous. They're outrageous. So you have to have a plan in place to deal with these things should they happen. I mean, like you said, uh, we want to, you know, plan for the best. Uh, you know, we hope the market goes up every year we're in retirement. But chances are there's going to be a bear market in there and something will happen some bubble will burst and it'll drop 20 percent. that that sure. happens historically with it the sure market does. yeah but like you said how do you how do you deal with that and when the tax uh law that we have right now that has kept taxes low expires and mm-hmm. taxes go up which they'll almost have to to pay for the all the spending our government's done oh, yeah. trillions that's and crazy. trillions that, that's another of dollars thing that's crazy and going through the roof yeah is that that spending tony it's just i mean our national uh debt was out of control anyhow um but in the last few years here it's just it's it's like uh it's it's out of control yeah um, it's like and, the and pandemic so hit and and sure they had to spend money to shore some things up but it's just yeah, sure. now it's like uh, they're doing they're just it's out of control going for it and they're not yeah, cutting I mean, any abs- spending i don't mind no. the government spending money i don't mind paying taxes and our government spending money i don't that neither one of those things bother me but it, when it goes up exponentially and when yeah. they're not cutting any spending and there's so much that's unnecessary right. spending that's all yep. and i would agree with you i mean taxation is part of making money uh, and spending is part of the government, but it has to be within reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, when your spending is going through the roof, but your your ta- you know, they have to increase taxes. Well, maybe if we controlled spending a little <laughs> bit, we wouldn't have to increase taxes so much. Exactly. And, and so I think, you know, the reality is just is is it, it it's unreal. There's no reality right now to the way our government's spending money. And I think you're right. Uh, when this tax plan uh, expires in 2025. I think come 2026, we, we are going to be in for some, some major tax overhaul. So again, how can, you know, how can families be prepared for, huh, we got three or four years here and taxes may go up. Uh, you know, how can you be prepared for that? That's one of the things we want to try to help our listeners think about today. Yeah, I think that's great, Jason. And what a great show today. We have to wrap things up, but before we do, uh, Jason, I know you don't mind giving away a few more copies of the book, do you? Absolutely not, Tony. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, let's do let's do that. Uh, we're going to give away a few more copies of the book, and I'm going to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of it. Uh, just pick up the phone, and the next ten callers uh, that uh, talk to us, give their information, we'll send you a book, and that is nine eight nine eight three five seven two zero three. So if you're listening, just call nine eight nine eight three five seven two zero three for a copy of empower your retirement plan for the best prepare for the worst 
And uh, Jason, love your book. Uh, you're not only uh, a radio star here, you're an author. And uh, I know you and your dad uh, worked hard on that and have a lot of great information uh, in there for our listeners. And also, listeners, go to the website. It's greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. That's greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com, all lowercase, all one, and advisors is spelled with an O-R-S at the end. So uh, great show today, Jason. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Thank you for listening to your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.